You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Door. Bumper. Clear. Welcome to the Door Bumper Clear presented by OfferPad. I am TJ Majors, and we're all back from Las Vegas, luckily. Today we'll cover Kyle Busch congratulating Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace's wreck again, and we'll hear all about the Dirty Mo Media Ultimate Las Vegas Sweet Experience, plus some stories from our night out in Vegas with Jason. Let's roll. The best on the stand and the best in the booth. Stumbling the Monday to tell you the truth. Giving the opinions and breaking the rules. Good call to the holla to bring it to you. Casey, you pretty. Freddie, you fat. TJ, you suck. Brighton's so bad. Jason is facing kind of fight in this race. And if someone don't crash, and he's gonna go mad. Looking for Freddie, he's killing the bottle. Casey is making messes like a toddler. Tweet something stupid, then don't even bother. Brett's gonna block you like TJ is his father. See them online, throw FF in the chat. Tell Rick where to stay off the track. All of the podcasts are living in fear. This isn't the download, it's Thor Bumper Clear. Nah, don't get it twisted, baby. This isn't the download, nah. This is Thor Bumper Clear. There you go, I like it. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 6 cup car, the 68 Xfinity car, and the one truck. Straight back from Vegas, missing somebody, but we got somebody a lot cuter. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't realize you thought I was that good. These look so good today, Freddie. <laughs> What's up, Freddie Kraft, spot for Bubba Wallace, Landon Castle, Derek Kraus. Uh, not an ideal weekend in Vegas, but uh, we have uh, our the super sub. She went back to the minor leagues last week to, to hang out with some other two guys. I can't remember their names, um, but she's back now with the majors. What's up, Hannah? Hello, hello, and I don't mean to like burst all your guys' bubbles, but literally all of you that just came back from Vegas look like crap this morning. Well, like you guys all that? look because we well, got here. You all look rough. Let's just put it that <laughs> the way. The only thing saving us right now is we would like to thank Bojangles for providing us breakfast this morning. Thank God. Yeah, really, just sobering up the entire DBC crew, especially uh, the man that took over the social media. That would be Jason Schultz. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just glad to see you're standing. We know you're not functioning because we've been here an hour and. We're just now getting things rolling, but yeah. we're glad to see you're alive. Thank you. Jason yeah. <laughs> Schultz here, director of content. Did you see all the content we did in that Vegas? Was, that was an amazing amount of content. Thank Freddie you. was part of some of the content. I, I did make it in there, some of it. And Freddie was like, I'm not sure how many more updates we're going to have after this one. And that was pretty much the last one. I was posted a couple pictures. There was no more videos because you were starting to slur. So we had to, we, we had to slow down on that one. <laughs> Even TJ was there. TJ did make it out. He was it, having dinner. It's funny because I went to dinner and y'all crashed my dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's pretty much it. Well, that happens um, sometimes. But we had some good, uh, you know, what would we get there? The um, the buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, was that was really good. Where were you yeah. guys at? We were at Holston's in the Cosmo. Yeah. Shout out to uh, KJ, by yeah. the way, who who took the boys in. Uh, TJ stayed there this week. And then uh, Schultz, Jason, uh, Schultz and Jason, Jesus, I'm not sleeping either. Uh, Schultz and Alex crashed. They got upgraded from the uh, Luxor yeah. to the Cosmo with Mike. So that was good. They got, how was your champagne upon check-in? So they were like, you would you like anything to drink? Water, beer, champagne. I'm like, <laughs> champagne. You would like champagne to drink. Best he's champagne like, I've ever tasted in my like life. Really? Is it kid. the only champagne you've ever tasted in your life? No, or? I've had champagne before, but it's probably really bad because it did not taste good. But this was like, ah, oh, I like this. Of course he gets champagne. 
It was for the content. You'll come and find that happens with liquor too. You drink cheap liquor and you're like, I don't really like this. And then you get good liquor and you're like, maybe I do like tequila. This is great. I'm pretty sure Jason (laughs) was at a point. He couldn't tell the difference between good (laughs) liquor and bad liquor. (laughs) Vegas will do that to you, man. Speaking of, you guys had a lot of fun in Vegas, aside from the racetrack stuff, but you guys had guests for the Dirty Mo experience. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, the on-track action for me was not very fun this weekend. (laughs) Um, I had uh, three rough races, so luckily we had that um, that suite there that was overwhelmingly positive. It seems, and everyone seemed to have a great time there. So I was I was blown away by just how excited everybody was to be there. I mean, I, I, I kind of knew going into it like, oh, this is gonna be fun. But then you get up in there and like just the energy in the suite was amazing. Uh, everybody there is trying to talk Davis into doing another one, so that'll be fun when we do finally get another one rolling. Uh, I'm sure that announcement will be coming soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just like the, the, the questions. The only downside was we got uh, sunburn standing against the glass in the front answering questions. Oh my god! I was burning. maybe um, <laughs> I was on. Fire. I would almost give Mike my what an idiot because it was so hot <laughs> in that damn suite. They got it rolling finally, but I felt like we were standing there I know, burning up to death. And I was like, and I got one, yeah, like one degree of cool air coming down, and I thought I was in heaven. You, I, was I, like, oh. I quit listening from. I was like, just like, you know, you like come inside, come in from outside, and you put your head in front of the fan or the AC vent. It's what whatever. It like. Once they got it rolling, though, it was it was fine in there, and it was amazing. Like the just the, the, like I said, the overall atmosphere of the suite was amazing. Um, people, I saw the videos. People going nuts at the last lap. People blaming me and you for accidents, as usual. <laughs> as soon as both of you guys are wrecked, everyone's like, oh, f- TJ, you messed up. And so, like, Jason tells us not to uh, curse, and then he's the first f- guy to drop yeah. an F-bomb on. <laughs> I know, Jesus. I will say that, you know, at least I had nothing to do with mine, but Freddie had everything to do with his. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm wreck, sure we'll talk about wreck it. Wrecking funny, hurry up, it's going away, get well, there. It was, it was hard when it's still green. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do? <laughs> Man, I, I mean... <laughs> You're going out 77. If a deer runs across right to your lift, <laughs> hell yeah, you lift. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I have another note from Vegas. I have a new favorite spotter. Oh, really? Drew Herring. Drew Herring's your new favorite spotter? He's my favorite. I bet. It was very fun to hang out with. Yeah, he's he's a good time. Yeah. Speaking of the other favorite spotter. He, he fought he's McGregor. Not, he, yeah. <laughs> he did look like he went a couple rounds of McGregor. But he's got amazing hair. I mean, Drew's got the best he hair He does on the have roofs. great hair. It's, it's, it's rather amazing. Uh, but yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, speaking the other dumbass, he's uh, well, not wait a minute. Here. Back to, I think Drew like went to a designer and picked out an, an outfit for Vegas too because he was noticeably done up more than he looks like that every week. Really? Yeah, that's 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 just normal Drew. Um, but yeah, so dumbass, he went to uh, New Orleans right he, after he Vegas. Went straight from Vegas to New Orleans, he's got a he's at the Commodity Classic this week, which is uh, like a some kind of show for the for nutrient ag solutions and the, the farming. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of what word I want to use right here. But uh, agriculture, yeah, so, agricultural world. Yeah. <laughs> so he's uh, he's he's there all week. Actually, he's going straight from New Orleans back to Phoenix. So he's he won't be home all week. He's got the terrifying thought is his he's in New Orleans. His family's in Disney and John's watching his house <laughs> like I, that's a nice house. I don't know that I would have been left John in charge of it, but that's better than. Little Joey, <laughs> the one that let the dogs in and destroyed it. <laughs> um, but what yeah, about dog treat Dave, he ain't coming over. Dog treat Dave's probably there eating the dog treats right now. <laughs> as a matter of fact, um, but yeah, the, the, so uh, 
just to recap, I mean, I, you can bring Alex in on this if you want, Jason. We uh, we we went out to dinner, and the, the boys did a good job. I thought, you know, Alex obviously outlasted Jason, which I think was to be expected. Um, you crashed by dinner first. Of well, they they did, I did us. actually have a good and spot. Then we invited that was Freddy. a good spot. I actually got a really good spot, so I started. I told Jason where I was at, and Freddie and them, and um, and then it just kept getting added to. I, mean, I was, we added Duggar, and I was playing when I mean. Drew, we're heading there from. We stayed at the Resorts World. Shout out to Dave Erie. The Resorts World is amazing. Uh, brand like not. I won't say brand new. It's probably less than a year old, and just everything in there is amazing. They got the, one of the coolest sports book called the Doghouse. Um, we had we got in there all day Thursday. We didn't have nothing to do and got in a lot of trouble. But uh, take Dave. <clears throat> yeah, thanks. To Dave, yeah. <laughs> Dog treat Dave. Might <laughs> different go. Dave. Different Dave. Um, but so we were heading over there from the Resorts World and. I said, I'm going to go to Holston's, just get a burger because I needed to eat something, obviously, if I was going to take these two out all night. And uh, Jason's like, oh, we just sat down at, the, at Holston's. I'm like, all right, if you got room for two. He's like, yeah, we can make room. And then there was when I got there, there was no way we were making room for two until that other table got up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, so then we partake in some, some maybe some smaller drinks. that They put them in smaller glasses there for some reason. I don't know they're what like it is. Size drinks, yeah, right? They're like fun-sized drinks, right? they're like bite size. That was so, a good point. They were small. <laughs> So Jason, uh, Jason was putting down the captain and Coke pretty, pretty rapidly. <laughs> were you strategic, Jason? Like, were you strategic well, in your hell drinking? No, he was not strategic. Do you know what I mean, though? Like the whole like beer before liquor, even sicker liquor before beer. Or did you just Jason, straight go? Just, just I want you to look at him and tell me if you think he can strategically <laughs> drink like that. This is probably why Alex outlasted Jason. About halfway through the night, he switched from I don't know what were you drinking first. I was drinking uh, vodka lemonades, and then I just Ooh, switched yeah. to. Bud Light. He switched. He switched. He did a strategic move of switching to beer about halfway through the evening, and I think that's that yeah, might have bought him a, the extra hour he stayed off. Just rehydrated yeah. yourself with that Bud Light after like the third fireball shot and tequila shot. I figured maybe a Bud Light here is probably good. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I couldn't do that many shots with you guys, but luckily you could do them all. I I, I finished my food. We sat there and BS for a little bit, and as soon as I heard the word that Duggar said right there, I'm like, I'm out. Duggar. Which was fireball or shots? Shots. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm going to bed. See you later. He did. And he got up right in the middle of ordering shots. Duggar, Duggar <laughs> showed up and uh, Bye. shout out to him. And, and TJ just got up and left. <laughs> okay, TJ, nice seeing you again. And then yeah. Mike Davis eventually joined us. And where was TJ. Mike? I don't know where he was. I text Mike before that, like, oh, wow, and no answer. So where the hell was Mike? I don't know if he, he looked like us. he had just woken up when he got down by us. <laughs> he probably did. He probably <laughs> took a nap. But a he, he got down there and then champagne put him on his champagne. <laughs> yeah, champagne knocked him out. I don't think he got champagne. I think just Alex. And yeah, Jason only did. for us VIPs. Only for the VIPs, not him. Ah, uh, but yeah, that was it. Was fun. Mike came out. We hung out at the chandelier bar for a little while. Uh, yeah, I just can't that? even imagine walking fun. in and seeing all of you guys in, a sh- in the chandelier bar. Like, Why what not? a sight to see. Well, that's awesome. You know what? That place we had at Holstein's was actually really good because we could kind of people wash at the same time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I, I saw, I mean, I saw Alfredo walk by. Did you see him? Mm-mm. I think I saw him walk by the, the, that place more than more laps that he made on Saturday. So. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> um, but you see a lot of people, um, you know, go by there and. It was actually a really good place, so really enjoyed that staying there and and uh, all the um, that place is a lot going on there. There's a lot going. I on. definitely recommend. Had you guys 
I mean, I know you guys were only there for about 24 hours, but yeah, I think we needed more than 24 hours. And Mike eventually was like, we probably should have stayed here for a few more days. Next time we'll come out for longer. I'm like, yeah, you <sighs> did we not say that? We said it on here for a when month. You said it, we're yeah. going for one night. We were like, you're an idiot. You can't like, <laughs> you can't do you, it right. What did you guys get to? I know you went to the Strat. Yeah, so we went to Whoa. first. We had to go to In and Out Burger because if you work in NASCAR and go to the West Coast, you have to post about going to In and Out Burger. It's mandatory. So yes, we did it that is. just because we really were. Kip Childers actually called me last night and told me that you're an idiot for saying it's no good. Just it's saying, like it's very. He said the problem is In and Out is not bad, but it is overly hyped yes. by people in NASCAR. It's I like it's, it, but it's overrated. Yeah. like it's. But so it's Kip told me overrated. Want me to share with you that you're an idiot. Thank you, Kip. Um, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> went to the Stratosphere next, right? Yeah, Stratosphere, great part of town. That was probably the best part of Vegas. Alex is afraid of heights, and we <laughs> didn't tell me until we were on this ride that literally went over the edge of the Stratosphere. <laughs> we didn't sit in the front, though. We were probably in the third row because, Absolutely you know, not. Uh, a little scary. Nah, I was, I was I really was proud. Of, you know what, Jay? <laughs> no, I would not do that. <laughs> I was really proud of you guys for chugging that hey, quarter of a beer that you had. Speaking of Kip, Kip just liked my tweet. His ears <laughs> must have been burning. Whole, it was a full beer. It was, it was, it was probably empty, but I'm going to give you a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Alex sold it a lot better than you did. You drank <laughs> a beer for 10 minutes. I don't know how long it takes you to chug anything, but I mean, you were chugging three beers in the one can, I think. So, uh, it was a full beer. Yeah. Okay. Record. Right. It started as a full beer, I'm sure, but you drank three quarters of it before you did the chug. Did Jason get a straw for a shot? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, then I think we pretty much went back to the Cosmo, met up with TJ and Freddie and the night. We forgot to gamble. Uh, I gambled. Honestly, you probably to. didn't miss much. No, you didn't forget to gamble, Jason. You gambled with your damn life there for a little while, taking all the shots. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gamble, just you, going out with me. You for were a gambling while. already. I left. The, I left the roulette wheel when I heard shots. <laughs> <laughs> I was out. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! And then Sunday was very fun. We showed up. We were definitely probably not in greatest condition, but we. Met a lot of fans. They were all awesome. It was just cool to be in the like-minded people. Everyone that knows the jokes. Like, y'all were making your same podcast jokes in person. And everyone was eating up. It was great. Yeah. So, did you get to drink up in the suite? No, we did not. I was not really uh, looking to drink <laughs> anymore after that I point. was going to say, how it's <laughs> when you're extremely hungover and you're in the presence of people that are did now excessively drinking... It's like the worst. Yeah. Like you just hate your life. Did you not hear what he was doing? I just walked like, over I one time and Jason <laughs> Jason had just took a picture of some people in the suite and he's just staring at his phone and I'm like, Jason, you all right? And he's like, Yeah, I don't I just can't I can't think of what to write. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, Okay, buddy, good to talk to you. I gotta go to work now. See you later. So yeah, that was fun. But, you know, we made it, and it was an awesome time. I hope we get to do it again. I'm going to send you with a supply of liquid IV the next time you go, because yes, that you. stuff is life-saving. I told him. I, he called me a or couple. Pedialyte. Let me tell you something. I didn't <laughs> I, I, I mention this. I thought I was hanging out with Jason Schultz on Saturday night. In turn, I actually hung out with Johnny Cash, because my man was head-to-toe, blacked out, like, buttoned down, <laughs> do you have a picture black of this? pants. Yeah, we sure, have a picture. Sure, we got a picture somewhere. <laughs> he was... Sleek. He, he called me the day before and he's like, you know, he's talking about, you know, some stuff that was going on. I told him he had to wear a tuxedo. Yeah. So next time I think we'll get him tuxedo t-shirts and at least and let him hang out like that. But, but yeah, Schultz Were you a little embarrassed, sleek. Alex? <laughs> that was a little bit. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas again. I'm very excited. It was very fun. We, yeah. we got to go like, we'll go in September maybe or whenever we yeah. go back there and and let you guys come out for a couple of days, uh, which, just keep, which, which really, I mean, honestly, 
unfortunately he had to work on Sunday, but like you would have been junk the day next day anyway. Yeah. So it wouldn't have you gotta go for three days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Two days wasn't gonna be enough for you. <laughs> Maybe if we just get enough people to tweet Mike that they want to do it again in the fall. Yeah, it's possible. Can just, just, just wear Mike out about it. <laughs> you look like a server at a really nice steakhouse. Yeah, that's why I thought you were talking about. Who's got the picture? <laughs> Let's see that. That's you. TJ oh, yeah, yeah. just begged to take a picture with him. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the black pants so, and the black button up. And then he just needs like an apron and wants to know how you want your steak cooked. I may have saw a picture of Freddie standing in this gigantic high heel. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. It was a shoe show. You didn't want to go to the shoe. I was trying to go to the shoe show. <laughs> That's Brett always talks about shoe shows. I thought that was Why it. Did it was not, way different. You should have pulled your shirt up a little bit. No. <laughs> nobody, no, nobody. No one wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that, I assure you. I mean, but, did anyway, we even race? There was there even a race? <laughs> yeah, I think there was a race. I'd like to forget it, but there was one. Well, guess what? We have a whole rest of the podcast to talk about the race. So that being said, uh, let's hear a little bit more about our presenting sponsor of OfferPad. We just left Las Vegas, which is a market for our presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Freddie, I heard you won so much money and had such a good time. You want to buy a home there. TJ, I wish that was the case. If I did win that much money and could buy a home in Las Vegas, I would definitely use OfferPad. We'll need to tell Megan and John to start packing everything up. You can sell your Mooresville residence with OfferPad, and it is so easy to get the process started. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, log on to OfferPad.com. There, you can fill out a five-minute form about your home. Whether you take that cash offer or list your home with OfferPad, you're in control. We race in another OfferPad market again this week as we travel to Phoenix. If you live in the Phoenix area or want to move there, using OfferPad is the easiest and simplest way to move. I think I'd prefer to take my Las Vegas winnings and buy a home in Phoenix, TJ. Well, lucky for you, Phoenix is a great place with a ton to do. It will be a great place for you and John and Megan to move to. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, select an NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Oh, here we f***ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ, um, uh, uh, there's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for Spot On, Spot Off. All right, time for Spot On, Spot Off. Obviously a lot to talk about. A lot of quotables, honestly, from the whole weekend. The first one, of course, our good friend Kyle Bush says... The same guy who backs into every win that he ever gets backs into another win. Bull after Alex Bowman wins the cup race and kind of to group that together, then goes on and says that the backup car was as good as the primary car because they buy these cars from Walmart. Freddie. Well, I mean, spot on for Kyle being Kyle. I mean, you could always <laughs> count on no matter how maybe irrational or illogical the comment might be at times. Uh, it, it, it's definitely there for entertainment purposes. Um, and listen, there's stats to back up what Kyle says, um, Bowman's got five wins now, four of the five, he's led less than 20 laps in the race, uh, 16, twice, 16 yesterday, 16 at Pocono a couple uh, last year, nine at Martinsville and 10 at Richmond and his four wins there. He literally 98 laps at Dover when he won there. 
So, I mean, there is there is some merit to what Kyle's saying about, you know, he doesn't he's not gone out and dominated aside from that Dover race. But, you know, if you want to call 198 laps dominating. But, you know, listen, just because he ended up in a fortuitous situation, he's still got to capitalize on it. You know, he's what? still that was a big word for a Monday morning. You don't know what fortuitous <laughs> means. How many times do you practice that in here? <laughs> just thank God they got spell check on my phone. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, he still had to capitalize. He his crew chief put him in a great spot. His crew put him in a, on the front row. And, and he had to outrun Kyle Larson on a green-white checker. So I don't know what else you want the guy to do. It's not his fault that, you know, he gets he gets put in these plays and positions. But, you know, uh, what what else do you want the guy to do? And, and listen, let, let's be honest. The only reason this comment's made is because Kyle was leading when the caution came out. You know, he, <laughs> with whatever it was, three to four to go. So I'm, I'm, I'm spot off, but I like the, the um, just that's, that's Kyle. I mean, you get the... You know, you don't get to you don't get to key in and hear people in NFL games. We can't hear the players talk back and forth to each other. But that's one thing. Great. This is on the radio, right? I, yeah, I it was post race. I, th- I think it was post. Was it post race on the radio? I think it, it was. Th- this was, was post race on the radio. Then the Walmart thing was in an yeah. interview. Post-race. Yeah. So but I mean, that's the access people have to to hear all this stuff. But, you know, you can't really blame Alex. Like you said, he was in a. Super cadge or fragilistical. It's for two, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't really think that's backing into a win. It's a strategic call. You know, there's nothing stopping them from two. taking. And he said he liked his chances with four there. Well, guess what? It didn't work out. You know, and uh, Alex, he's got five wins now in the last two years, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. Hundred percent, like four last year for being a for being a hack. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he said he was going to print T-shirts with this quote on it now. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, the, they would be printing this morning. There's <laughs> so many. There. I'm sure Kevin Hamlin over there. Uh, yeah, Casey Kane screen prints. He's on it this morning already. But like, how many wins does this guy need to get before it's like maybe he's getting pretty good at being around all these times, hanging out in the right area, and making a call at the end and winning races? We talk about this all the time. You got to put yourself in position to win. You know, and if he's he was, doing that. If he was running fifteenth at the end of the race, he's not in position to do, make that call. You know, you got to be. Yeah, he oh. had a penalty and came back through the field to to put himself in that position. So I don't really think. That's backing into a win. If Martin Truex wins that race, did he back into it? No, I mean, in Kyle's eyes, anybody behind, besides him would have backed into that <laughs> win. That, well, that, and I get it because he was Kyle was probably going to win the race. I don't think Martin was going to get around him. So, but I, I mean, a win's a win. Like, I think backing into a win is more of a, you know, a caution comes out right at the right time and somebody tops off and feel and stretches it, and everyone else has to pit. That's kind of, but even still, that's strategic. It's, yeah. I don't if, know. You don't really back into many couples. Yeah, I don't know if you really. <laughs> there's been Justin, Justin Haley. Haley. Yeah, is the one I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of like oh, who rain, was it? Rain. Was it Busher? Busher at Pocono? Busher, yeah, Pocono. Like but that can maybe considered backing into a because win. they made calls. You know, Kurt Busch was probably going to win the Daytona race, right? Wasn't he leading that race? I don't remember. Did Justin Haley won? I think he was. Or I don't know. Then the whole field wrecked. Yeah, so I don't know. Good job, Alex. Thank you, Kyle, for being Kyle. The Walmart, the Walmart one was one of the funniest things I read all weekend. Like, just typical Kyle. Yeah, you mean, know. When we're done recording, you want to head on over there and get some diffusers? I, I think mean. he. I think he's. I think he's downgraded too because last time he said something like this, it was Target. Now we're back to Walmart, so I don't know. He must not be happy with the cards. <laughs> we're, we're going backwards. I'm just glad Kyle speaks his mind. 
It's, it's entertaining. And what's funny, too, is when you watch the video, it's just his facial expression, too, right? Like, it's not like he's oh, talking to the camera and he's yeah. like, it's just like, yeah, you know, car's pretty good. We just get these things at Walmart. So anyone can just go down to your local Walmart and get a cup car. And it says what it is. And he's just completely you know, by straight little, By face. the way, there's a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Wallace narrowly missed running into a spinning Eric Jones, but wrecks into the inside front <laughs> stretch wall. He didn't narrowly miss the wall. <laughs> I'll tell you what we narrowly missed was Kip. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah the, Kip about the pull out. He needs That's why to I like skirt skirt back night. a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I was nervous when I saw that. I was like, oh. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, was like so much off, time. Off, spot off, 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 off. Uh, you know, it's just a wreck that should have been avoided. I should have done a better job. Um, but like I said earlier, a, a caution flag when the guy pounded the wall off a of turn four probably would have helped a little bit uh, instead of waiting until he come back across the racetrack to throw the yellow. But, you know, uh, like I talked to Kip last night and he was like, luckily, I think it was Brad Moran got on the radio and told him that Stop. we were like, look out, like here they come. And he, he said, had, he said, I it looked he worse on TV. I hope he was recording when that happened. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm, I'm spot off. I don't like to see it. There was literally like seconds. It was slow motion from the time Bubba started to spin that he aimed for. It felt like Daytona where they wreck off the dolly and slide all the way to the inside wall. And it's like. Hey, you got about seven seconds before you hit. You want to talk about anything? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just slow, but like you said. And he goes down there and pounds the wall. And uh, But just, uh, you know, yeah, like I don't understand why we spin off uh, We spin out uh, off of four. As soon as we start spinning, it's cautions out. There's no way that 43 is making it back around, really. I no. mean, he is. He pounded the fence. And, you know, I saw some people try to get on Eric's case about it. You know, like, what are you doing? It's kind of a rookie mistake. Do cut a tire. Yeah, but, you know, like with these new cars we saw last week, you can't stop moving. So now, he, like, if you think you can got any chance of getting it fixed or getting it back to pit road, you got to keep moving. And unfortunately, he just caught the grass and, and that turned yeah. him back across the racetrack. But, well, he's not in that car going, oh, well, how can I, how can I screw this race up anymore? Yeah. He's in there probably like, first of all, he's trying to figure out where he's at because he just pounded he just the fence. pounded the fence. And then he's probably praying that somebody doesn't clobber him. Which so. we just about did. I thought um, you were going to. I thought I was going to also. But, so off of earlier in the race, we're going off a of two, and there's this, like three cars spin behind us. We raced the entire backstretch. I don't understand. We t- I talked about it last week. I've talked about it on here. There was like three cars spinning. Yeah, multiple times. We have no consistency when it comes to caution flags. The 43 literally overcorrected and hit the wall as hard as you could hit it in that spot, and no caution. Yeah. Denny Hamlin is broke running two miles an hour on the apron. Like two laps. With guys... Leaving pit road, flying by him on either side. Yeah. Um. You know, the 34 in the Xfinity race does a half a spin in one and two, and the yellow goes out immediately. Like, how is that? A, how is the 34 half spinning a yellow? Yeah. But Eric Jones pounding the wall. We're going to let him run the whole front stretch. I know. I understand he's rolling. Uh. Last week, you know, I talked to them. I talked to the NASCAR comms folks, and I, you know, they said, well, the 31 kept rolling, so that's why we didn't put the yellow out. Okay. But. I understand he's rolling, but you can see his car is destroyed when he drives by you on the front straightaway. Maybe that's when they decide, oh, wow, maybe we need to throw the yellow out. Or maybe it was when he came back across and almost cleaned us all out. But, you know, it's just we need consistency. You know, I saw a great tweet last night that I thought was very fitting. NASCAR needs to remember that the caution flag is for safety and not for entertainment. Like, this is a a deal. Um, We're going to talk about it later. But, you know, there's guys that could be potentially hurt out there that are not getting safety equipment to them fast enough because we're waiting to throw the yellow for some reason. Uh, So NASCAR then doesn't throw a caution with two laps to go when Spencer Boyd's truck crashes and is sitting against the inside backstretch wall. And then he was confirmed, Jason, right, that 
He just had a dislocated shoulder, right? Is that right, Freddie? I don't, I know he was in the hospital. I know that he thought maybe he broke his arm. Uh, and then I think I didn't I think see. I saw a dislocated shoulder, that's, and he was going to be okay. They were just going to go make sure nothing was tore. So I think that's what I but, saw. I'm seeing a head shake over here. Is what he said, right? Just a dislocated shoulder. That's a. It's, but it's a perfect example. I said this. That's stats guy. With, that's that's Jason's new assistant. <laughs> that's her stats it's guy. Also my PR rep. That's Jason's guy. PR guy. Yeah. He's the associate director of content. <laughs> um, what is but this? This is a perfect example. Like we talked about this with the 31 last week. You know, these guys hit the wall. I talked about with Drew Dollar in the Arca race at Daytona. I don't know if I talked about it on here, but I tweeted about it. Like these guys pound the fence and you don't know if they're hurt or not. Now, I don't know what happened here. Like this guy literally sat there for a lap and a half, two laps and no caution. He's wrecked against the inside backstretch wall. Like, did they not see him? Did the corner workers not relay the message to the tower that he was down there? Uh, that's, yeah. It's just completely unacceptable, especially for somebody that was injured. You know, now now we come to find out that he was injured. Thankfully, it wasn't more seriously injured. But he, this guy went to the hospital, and we're letting him sit there for two laps with, with no safety equipment to him. 31 cautions through the first three races ties the all-time Cup Series record. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of cautions. I mean, I think it's seeing what I'm seeing with the car. These guys are having, they got their hands full. You know, it's good to see guys struggle and, and um, they're not in their comfort zone anymore. They're forever. We, nobody would wreck. I mean, we, we go forever without having wrecks. Now we have guys losing the cars. We have Chris Rebell, you know, one of the probably better car control guys there is with all this dirt track stuff. And, you got him spinning out, you know, we, we got all sorts of guys having issues and stuff. And, um, but, you know, I like it. I mean, it's spot on. It's exactly what we've asked for. You know, the cars are harder to drive. These guys are, are struggling. Like I said, Chris Bell's perfect example. It's two weeks in a row where he just spun out. You know, last week he lost, ruined his race because he got flat tires. I saw his move. That was a move that he could pull in the old car. Oh, he yeah. could not pull it in his car. Yeah. And, but you know, it's just Brad, you know, like there's guys that are super. It's not like some back markers are spinning out. I this mean, is Joey, super talented look guys. At all, Harvick, yeah. Joey, <laughs> like, Brad. Look, look at these names that are spinning out. This is what we wanted. This is yeah. what we asked for. Um, you know, but the one thing I took away from it yesterday, which I thought I don't. They didn't make any rule changes. But for some reason, it seemed like these guys could drive around with flat tires yesterday. I know that you had two flats and you could drive back to the pits. I felt like guys that had that a situation at Fontana. Yeah, we only had could not. I think the difference is in Fontana there was a lot of Ford flat tires. I don't know if there I saw a guy with Ford this day. We had right sides were flat. Yeah. Left sides were up. It just I mean, whatever it was, like obviously the left side the less flats the better. Um, but for whatever reason there was no reason, you know, there was nobody that really just spun had flats and we had to go yeah. pick them up, you know, yesterday we were all let Bell looked like a bounce house driving back to pit road. Oh, that, was that the looked crazy. Rough. Thing. Yeah, that was and the then most it came apart. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most I've seen a car bounce. I I actually thought something was like broken. I, yeah, broke. Yeah. So, but you know, obviously, I think we're making making headway with whatever you know whatever's happening here. Um, but it's going to be a work in progress. So, but thirty one cautions means these guys are ha- they're fighting the cars, yeah. which is what we we want to see them driving like that. Just like this is what we've all asked for. And like, go back to last week. I I don't know who. Dale, I don't know what Dale was talking about. We 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 talked pretty highly of the race last week. I talked unfavorably about Saturday's practice, but Dale took it upon himself to call us idiots last week. So I was considering he was in my consideration for one idiot this week uh, because he didn't. He just listened to a clip Maybe. of the show and then assumed that we talked poorly about the race on Sunday. But 
Well, beach life is hard. It is tough. It's, beach life is very hard. He, he must have found a photo album this week of some sort because I just saw picture after picture after picture yeah. after picture on Twitter. But uh, yeah. His hat was probably over his eyes. He probably couldn't see anything. Probably probably the glare off his legs. So <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't talk. I'm about, <laughs> about as white as <laughs> I should say. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Um, next one, Ryan C crashes himself attempting payback uh. on Ty Gibbs. Sieg then says he's a little b- his grandfather owns the team, so he acts like a punk. Freddie. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> so spot off for this. This was another one idiot contender for me. Um, listen, if you're going to wreck the guy, wreck him. Like if you're going to if if you're going to wait on him, like, listen, the way this started, Ty Gibbs literally drove th- right through the back of Ryan Sieg on lap whatever yeah. it was, two or three, just ran him over. <laughs> he told Hirschman, he said, oh, he got loose. And Hirschman's like, yeah, he got loose because you're up his ass. Like, yeah. what are you doing on lap two of a race like that? And let me tell you something. Ryan Sieg is not a guy you want to with in the Xfinity series. Like, ask Cole Custer if he'll ever wreck Ryan Sieg again because Sieg right-hooked him at California a couple years ago, and I bet Custer gives him a little bit extra room every time he sees him now. Um, and I was surprised. He come flying up there on the apron under the caution you know, with the, oh, the yeah. beginning of the race. And I'm like, I I, we were right behind him. I was like, oh, Landon, look out. I said, he might wreck him right here. And he just swerved at him, did well, you know, the normal deal. But then when he came back around, I was like, oh, he's going to get him. He's going to get him. I'm like, oh, nope. He's just. He missed him. He, missed, he literally just like, missed. He just <laughs> spun himself out in front of everybody. And then you feel bad. Guys like Creed and Moffat. Moffat's day was ruined because he had to try to avoid him and hit the fence. But, I mean, I, I Ryan Sieg is a guy that will pay you back. And I was just. I give him an A for the thought and an F for the execution because <laughs> this is a fail. All you did was make yourself this look like a an idiot. Complete fail, and now NASCAR's mad at you. So he won the race. Yeah, the guy <laughs> that you tried, the guy that wrecked you, that you tried to wreck, is in victory lane. Like I, you know, I'm. I I wouldn't mess with Ryan Sieg as well, but I mean, I don't think Ty's going to care too much right now. I mean, but he, he I, might I at do, some point. I do agree. We've seen Ty. We've talked about this even last year. I said that you can't keep. He did it to. He's done it to a lot of people. And 
your cars are really good. You don't need to run up on these guys and put them in such bad spots. Like he did it to Briscoe at Charlotte. I mean, you just run up on these guys. Of course they're going to get loose. And they're, you know, if they hit the wall because of that, like, you know, you can say, well, he got loose. Well, he got loose because of you. And they're going to remember that. So, you know, you got at some point, I mean, I don't think this is over. I, I don't, I really don't think it's over now. It might've been over if Ty didn't win the race. But now that Ty won the race, it's probably not really over. I, the problem is, I don't know. I mean, you could do something, but I mean, they all got called to the hauler after the race, and now that's you got a spotlight on you if you're around that 54 car. So you've probably missed your opportunity. I mean, he could race the death out of him and, and make his life hard, but I think if he wrecks him, he's going he's gonna to be in a world of hurt from NASCAR stance. But like you said, we've seen this before with Ty. He's been at war with Corey Heim in the ARCA series for the last two years. I was going to say, this years. is such an ARCA mentality thing. Yeah, like, like this is this is... I mean, and for it to be as early, you've got the, one of the best cars. We had to go to the, they had to go to the back because I forget they had some unapproved adjustment rear end yeah, or something. Yeah, they did some um, or oil tank, I think it was. But you know, you've got one of the best cars in the field. You don't need you to don't, run the guy yeah. over effort. I mean, we were running like tenth or twelfth. Like, where are you going at that point in the race? Just you know, but he's another I, you lap and a half. He is. Another lap and a half. You're by him anyway. Yeah, so. you're gonna be. You're gonna pass him down a front stretch. No matter what, you don't have to run a guy over in the middle yeah. of the corner. So, and the whole the part that 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 why I don't think Ty understands is because he's oh he got loose. Like you don't understand. Like, yeah, <laughs> you you, well, may, you created that situation. I don't. It's probably I would assume. I mean, I would assume that's just a cop out. Like I didn't run him over. He got loose. Like yeah, nah, yeah. That's but that's what I'm, like if you say that though, you don't understand this racing that good yet. Because you or can't do that. I well, think he's just making excuses. He did it. Then we're like when they had that snow caution, which was that was fun, wild. Oh my gosh! He said in that interview originally, he's like, "Yeah, you know, it wasn't my fault. Like I just ran up on him and da 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 da, and he got arrow loose or whatever." And then in post race, his post race interview, the first thing he said was, "I'm really sorry. That was entirely my fault." So I'm wondering if Hirschman's a spotter. I'm wondering if Hirschman got in his ear under that caution. Like once they got fired back up and said, "Dude, you can't do that," because he completely backed himself up in post-race well, compared to what he said why earlier. Why do they get called to the hauler, though? You know what I mean? Like, Did he get called also or just Ryan? No, just Ryan. Just Ryan, yeah. Um, I mean... That's because they don't want anybody intentionally wrecking anybody. You know, they don't... You know, you know I mean, that, that, that basically driving a bounce and beginning of the and they hit the walls. You're doing it on... You didn't do it because by an accident. You did it on purpose. Uh, you know, it's just... Whatever. Know, they're just, just kind of doing their due diligence. Due, due diligence. To, to try to prevent like that from happening in the past or in let the them handle it. Plus, it's easy. It is also easy to to say nicer things when you're standing in victory lane. You know, if it's yeah, you know what I mean? oh, I won. So <laughs> oh, now it was I, my fault. I don't, I don't want anybody to be mad at me. So I'll just take blame <laughs> now. You know, yeah. And I I think Ty's exciting to watch, but you gotta pull the reins sometimes. Yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get in a, a tuffle with the wrong person, and then it's gonna be maybe bad. Um, Christian Eckes spotter says it's on me after Eckes tries to block Kyle Busch battling for the lead, but is turned down the backstretch in the truck race. TJ. Yeah, that's uh spot off. I hate it. Um, but you just can't take that risk like that. I mean, you're still racing for the win. I mean, why? Like just, if you don't clear him right there, you don't necessarily lose the race. You're probably going to pass him anyway as well. Like why, why take, why be so aggressive right there? That you, you know, you clear a guy and yeah, that's not, that's not a scenario. That's not a good, it's not a good scenario. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You know, um, we talk about on here, there's, we've talked about it before where your spotter, no, you know, no matter what series you're in, there's always two or three different races going on in the racetrack at one time. You know, there's the race for the win. 
There's the race for the top 15 or so. There's the, lucky the race dog. for the lucky dog. You know, you're, there's different races going on. And, and depending on who you spot for, sometimes you're in different situations a lot more than others. And, and you know, the, the guy spotting for Eckes, you know, he's, he's kind of been a guy that's usually in the back. You know, not in the back. But, I mean, working with teams, he's not in a position to win very often. And, yeah. uh, you know, and maybe that plays <laughs> I wonder, into it. I wonder why. <laughs> you know, um, I, don't, I don't think that's good. No, I think he's I a good spotter. It's just, you know. It's just an unfortunate situation, and sometimes it's like you 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 want them to be clear, even though they're not, you know, in certain situations like that. But and and Eckes could but do you, something to help himself here too, because it wasn't like Kyle was barely there. You know what I mean? He was. I felt like he was almost up to his wheel. You know, by the time they came across his nose. I mean, if it was up to a wheel, it would have turned Kyle too. I mean, could just clip him in the bumper and send him. I mean, Kyle didn't wreck, but man, it's just not. You can't call clear unless you know you're a hundred percent sure. Even in them, like coming, if we were coming to the line for the Daytona 500 or something, that's probably sometime you pull that move or something. But like not that point, especially when your truck's plenty good enough to race and pass. And like you said, all you got to do is let him get underneath you and then get on his door, try to stall him out. That's where he was going to be. Yeah, he like, was going to be on the inside. He would have just pulled his door in the middle of the corner, probably got Kyle loose and probably passed him in the front stretch. So just a mistake, and it's it's unfortunate. Cause yeah. Derek had quite the trip down the backstretch that one time. Unbelievable. Well, what happened? Kraus. We damn ran top five, seven, all race long. And the last lap. Who was driving your truck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said top five or six. I'm yeah. sorry. He, all race long, he was there. And uh, unfortunately, we come off a of turn two on the lap, or coming to get the white, I guess. And. The four and the twenty three were outside of us, and we were on the bottom, obviously. Oh, and the four, spot. the twenty three, I don't know if it was because he was up the four's ass and he couldn't see the wall, but he just kind of got offset with the four. Like we were dead middle of, but like they oh, were, like yeah, the twenty three yeah. was at our half. You got hit, and yeah, so he stayed. Like we followed the four up the racetrack, and the twenty three wasn't as high as the four, and it just we just clipped him and hooked us into the four, and then sent us across the infield. Derek made a hell of a save. I don't really know how he did that, but. Uh, just un- really unfortunate <laughs> that we ran so good all race long, and then we end up with 25th again. Uh, yeah, same thing that happened at Daytona. If he could just get by that one mistake or race that happens, yeah, he'd start right. He'd start knocking off some, but, some solid yeah. finishes. It was he did a good job, and I told <laughs> I had told him, you know, after the during the race, I said, don't try to get too because. We're just working on avoiding that mistake. And the mistake has been made where, you know, you get a good restart and you think you're going to go for it all here. And then you get into fans or you, oh, yeah. you know, get, you know, run into somebody. And yeah. I was, we beat in his head like, don't try to get too much. Don't try to get too much. And then, you know, something like it's that like, happens. It's real similar with Haley. We were actually just, we were probably running 10th to 12th there. We caught D. Benedetto. Do have Brett's not here to say that word. But um, we caught Matt, we ran him down. We were getting ready to pass him. The yellow comes out and the, uh, the is it, 23 is that which one was that grant uh no 26 that's a rackley truck isn't it 25 is the benedetto no which one it was uh purdy in purdy's in the 61 okay so the 61 and the 91 you're a spotter we should know numbers come well, on they DJ. Keep switching. <laughs> um the 61 and the 91 oh my gosh like they took the green and there was like three to go in the entire race like yeah and we get by them we're in front of them driving away well the cosh comes out we have a little Something happens on the pit stop. We get behind a little bit. And same thing that happened last year there. We go into one and they just, they can't. How do you wreck going into one? Did you see the tracks from the truck race? They like they go to the bottom in one, then yeah, up to the wall. Like, the how do you wreck right there? Like, we're not even up to speed yet. And 
they come slide up the track in front of Haley and she went to turn down, but she had the brakes locked up to the front tires were locked up and she couldn't turn. So we got into that and it hurt the truck. We couldn't finish because it hurt the truck too bad, but, but just get caught up in things like that. Like other people's mistakes and the truck series is, I don't know. I don't know what, like the truck series is pretty dang dicey from about fifth to 15th. Like that area there is like, everyone takes their runs yeah. and like it's, it's, it's well, entertaining. What, like priest, you know, priest was up front there and he said post race, he was just like, this, like, this is wild racing. It like, is. It's just it's like nuts. the wild like, west. There's it just, is. It's just, you know, there's people everywhere. There's nobody gives in anybody an inch. <laughs> you know, it's just wild racing. Unfortunately yeah. for priest, cause he should have been in a position to win the race. And, uh, his truck shut off. It wasn't like a situation where he was shutting it off. They had, they had a battery issue in practice the day before, and Ryan just said it shut off on him while he was fighting for Kyle for the lead there. I was laughing. They were trying to get – they are putting the 17 to the lead, and Kyle wasn't giving it away. And they are like, Spotter, you better tell him. I'm like, yeah, good luck, Spotter. <laughs> I think it was Derek Nealon's first race with Kyle. I was like, yeah, yeah. go ahead, Kyle. You tell him. Yeah, go ahead. Tell uh, him. And then, unfortunately, Kyle, Ryan's truck shut off and kind of took out his chance to win. But he would have yeah, been sucks. pretty big for him to go – What I think it would be two for two. I don't know – I don't know if it's two. He's probably had more than two starts, but two doing that in seventeen a, truck. I yeah, think, it had been two in a row in that seventeen. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't remember how many he's run, but I mean, either. he's always competitive. He's, he's yeah. not bad. Did you see the? I don't like know. Razzle they dazzle. should go on the podcast. But did you see the tweet that got put out that said Emmett Smith is being scammed? Listen here, <laughs> we could talk about this on the podcast because. Oh uh, my gosh, Jesse Awuji, I nice guy, love the guy. He is not qualified to be on the racetrack, not in the Xfinity series. Um, I'm sorry. If that makes me a bad person for saying that or whatnot, he's he's simply not qualified to be out there. I don't know how he got approved. I think his approval probably should be revoked. Um, you know, he can't. Uh, he 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 cost us yesterday. He just we run up on him in the middle of a big pack, and he just spins out. He spun out two or three times. He went in the cup race. My self no, no, oh, Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, he spun out in qualifying. I think. You know, it, like unfortunately, sometimes people get kind of above their means, and this is one of them situations where. He he should not be on the racetrack, and he I don't know what he did in the truck series to show that he should be approved for the Xfinity series, but I didn't see it. Um, this yeah. started in the K and N series, though. so yeah. he raced out west, and he actually and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they actually approved him for K and N, which was baffling to me. Having had just like decided one day that he was going to be a NASCAR driver, they approved him for K and N, and then I think they actually sat him down and said, "You need to go run some local stuff." So he was racing at my home track. And not very good. And then they were like, ah, you just got the track time, so we'll reapprove you. And so then he ran, you know, 25th in the K&N races and got approved for a truck ride. And This approval. Do it's, you remember? it's a process. I used to have to go. when I Before oh. I got approved for K&N West, I had ran super light model races all across the country. And they made me go to Evergreen and test and race. They made me go to Pikes Peak in a super late model race before they would approve me for Phoenix. Yeah, in I a mean, K&N car. I know you remember this. Tyler Green was... Know, a really, really good race car driver. He won multiple championships in the summer shootout. He was running late models at the time, and he had an opportunity to go run the K&N race. I think it was at Phoenix. And, like, we were all raising money, you know, to, yeah, to get we him were, out there. We were, it was going to be like a spot. It was like before GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. It was like a spotter GoFundMe for <laughs> and, Tyler Green. And they wouldn't approve him to yeah. run the K&N race. And I'm like, I mean, I get it's a mile track, but I'm like, the from where we've gone from there to what we let on the racetrack now is baffling to me. And, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because I was on my notes to talk about it. So the guy that wrecked at Daytona in the truck uh, by himself in practice that something broke on his truck, 
Remember that in practice? We had the guy just hit the wall on the front stretch, right in front, right at the flag stand. Something broke on his truck, and he's now not approved for. He has to go run lower races again. I think. Yeah, I mean, um, listen, I think I don't know. That's that's what they need to do. Like I get it. Let we we saw it last year with uh, Jennifer Joe. Like she was a uh, you know they were announced she was going to run a cup race or something, and then they were like, ah, no, you're not running a cup race. Yeah, you know, like put these guys where they belong. Don't. You know, why are we having multiple co- these Xfinity races? They're three hours long now because people are spinning out of three. It was a four. Well, I'm just letting you the total race time yesterday was yeah. three hours. Saturday. You know, with the Saturday with the with the rain delay and stuff. I thought it was but, four hours with the rain. Uh, well, I, according to the results, it was three hours. I looked it up this morning. It was mm. two hours and 56 sure minutes or something. Sure like they that. don't cut out the rain delay. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they was definitely <laughs> cut out the rain delay. I'm sure. So um, it was about a four-hour total. Yeah, four hours. Oh, more uh-huh. than that because it started yeah. at one. It was like almost well, Fontana was six. almost four hours too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, three or three and three and change, three ten, three fifteen, or something like that. So, you know, the, for one, the races are too long. Um, I think it's, the Xfinity race is close. Um, I think trucks are close and Xfinity is close. Cup goes a little bit far beyond sometimes, I think. But I mean, if you look at in Fontana, we had a red flag forever because one guy drove around the track leaking oil and, and swerving like a snake. Um, yeah. You know, so it took that red flag had to be what, at least 30 minutes? Uh, I would say 20, 30. The whole, like that last 20 laps was like an hour. Yeah. So that's, but sometimes I don't know if that's really controlled by. I just don't, I just don't think that the Xfinity race needs to be 200 laps and the cup race is 260. Like there's, there, there should be a greater gap there, in my opinion. It's like when we go yeah. to Watkins Glen and the Xfinity race is 82 laps and the cup's 90. You know, like we, we need to adjust. Like the, yeah. the perfect Xfinity race every year, in my opinion, is Darlington because it's like 130 something laps, tires wear out. You know, there's limited sets of tires and I, the, it's like, I don't know, two hours long. I just feel like that's like the perfect length Xfinity. What was the race, race in Vegas in Xfinity? 200. Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. My favorite is when the Arca race is longer than the Xfinity race. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, it's Pocono usually. Arca's yeah. longer than Xfinity. At least trucks. For At least sure. the trucks, yeah. We're excited to announce that our friends at RacingUSA.com, Google's top rated source for NASCAR merchandise, is sponsoring Door Bumper Clear again this year. RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver diecasts, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers. For example, RacingUSA.com has more than 350 different collectible diecast cards available for 34 different drivers. That includes this weekend's Alex Bowman Las Vegas Race Winner Diecast. RacingUSA.com is absolutely the best. Items in your car are automatically discounted. You are guaranteed the lowest pre-order prices. Your in-stock orders are shipped the next business day and delivered fast. You can select from a wide assortment of the newest, officially licensed items, many of which are exclusive to RacingUSA.com. Each week, you can enter to win any in-stock 124th scale diecast car of your choice by going to RacingUSA.com backslash contest. We will also be making a major announcement next week with Racing USA. It's going to be really exciting. We can't encourage you enough to support RacingUSA.com whose support allows us to bring you this podcast each week. Whenever you need a new hat, t-shirt, die-cast, helmet, or novelty to show support for your favorite driver, we want you to support RacingUSA.com, where you're always somebody special. All right, time for Reaction Theater. Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Oh, TJ's cool. Freddie kisses 
Hamlin's ass Every chance he gets He sees beautiful But she never ever picks her up. But Briscoe forgot that he had breaks Now the pasta's getting high Elliot gonna hell It's time for Reaction Theater all right, time for call number one, Jason. So Justin Haley smacking off the wall at Auto Club wasn't a caution. But Eric Jones doing the same thing is also not a caution until he slides back up and hits the wall and kills the 23's day. What the hell is that, NASCAR? I mean, come on. It should have been a caution last week, and it should have been a caution a lot earlier this week. F***ing <laughs> bull. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Freddie Kraft. Hey, man, just an idea to help you guys out. Maybe you guys should uh, start the weekend off without the right front fender and just set up around that. feel like, you know, since you're not going to finish the race with one anyways, um, being 0 for 3 on the year in that department so far, you guys may have some speed there at the end. He's not lying. We are 3 for 3 this week and take a, taking the right front fender off. Hopefully next week we can solve that problem in Phoenix. Tell me why the Fox Sports would put Danica Patrick, of all people, in the booth. She didn't win a race. She didn't run well. Why, what, what kind of information does she have to give? All she did was compare IndyCar to NASCAR the entire race and just go back and forth with Mike Joy and Clint Boyer. Thumbs down, Fox Sports. Get your head out of your ass. You suck. They're rough on the big, networks. Big fan. Uh, I did see a lot of complaints about her using a lot of IndyCar references, which I'm sure are not very relatable to NASCAR, but... Uh, I saw some people say she did a good job, so I don't. Obviously, I don't know. We don't know because we were there. We were all there. I don't think. Did you watch the race at home? Yeah, I did. How would she do? I she wasn't bad actually. I mean, like the IndyCar reference, like they said, there was a lot of it. Um, the casual banter, like on the downtime between like her and Clint, was pretty funny. Mike did a good job of like obviously keeping the train on the tracks. I didn't think she was bad. Like all things considered, I've seen her in other capacities. Like I wasn't a fan of her when she did SRX and she was in the booth. But you paired her up against Hinch, who, like, knocked it out of the park. So I don't think she was terrible. Um, I personally don't think that's her forte. Like, she's good at the pre-race hosting thing, you know, just a little host. Uh, I don't know. Like, she was, she really wasn't bad. People, I think, were giving her a harder time on social media than than was, you know, warranted. Next one. Hey, you thump. I tell you what, you look up NASCAR in that dictionary, it says, it can't them motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. They got that one lap shoot on the truck race because before the stage, then you got 10 laps of caution for that motherfucker Bush Razor, Infinity Race, where they call that motherfucker right now. Tell you what. Tell you what. I tell you what. He had a, he might have <laughs> had a beer or two, I believe. Uh, listen, sometimes, sometimes the truth hurts and NASCAR needs to figure out how to get consistency with these cautions because it's. It's all over the board right now. Was it the Xfinity race or the truck race where somebody wrecked down? I think it was the Xfinity race. Somebody right down the back. It was a single truck sitting there on the entry. It took six laps under caution. We ended the stage under caution with one truck or one car wrecked over there. Like I was like, we got to get this guy off here. And he was out quick and everything, too. So, Schultze. It's okay that a girl thought your purple luggage was hers. Purple <laughs> is the color of royalty. You, sir, are royalty for getting her number. 
Nice job there, bud. All right. For the record, it wasn't a purple suitcase. It was a purple ribbon on the suitcase because I borrowed my assistant producer Ben's suitcase, and that's how it was. And he wanted to keep the purple ribbons on there, so I respected his decision. I was going to say, I have a bunch of like yarn on mine, but that's just because... I always hated when we'd fly like the charter and all the bags would be every, unloaded. Every OGO and every, bag. Yeah, everyone's got OGO <laughs> bags. So I actually have like a little crocheted thing on mine, but that's just to differentiate it. Jason, did you crochet yours or did Ben crochet his? Yeah, very crocheted. And then I had a neck pillow or a head pillow or whatever. That was we, not a neck pillow or a head pillow. That was like. It was a straight up pillow. That was. Did you sit on that? What was that thing for? To sleep on the way home last night. Yeah, but and the, it, it didn't really work. It was like, it would have been up to your ears. Like, it, like I thought the whole that point thing of the thing was like. Was, was massive. Like, <laughs> like it, I procrastinated until Friday to buy one because I'm like, I kind of want to sleep on the way home and, you know, it didn't really work. Anyway. Did you sleep? I can't ever sleep on an airplane. I've seen. That was like a full containment seat. Yeah. Your yeah. neck pillow. That looked like a legit, that was a joy of seating it? neck pillows. Did, did you, you see the neck, neck pillow? pillow? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Thanks, Mike Davis. Did you get first class on the way back? Or? Uh, no, I'm not cool enough like that. No. I would have just probably upgraded myself. <laughs> yeah. Got a bigger spot. Half a NASCAR was on that red high back from Vegas, too. Oh, so sure. That was fun. Yikes. All right. Last one. This is Kong, and this song goes out to Denny by God Hamlin and his brand new transmission. <laughs> a man spends his whole life down in the pits. When it gets too much, you might remember this. As you leave the box, just look out to the track. Give her all you got, and Denny, don't look back. So rev her up and throw it into first. If you can't find that, then try to find reverse. You'll win at best or break it at the worst. When you rev her up and throw it into first. Don't worry, son, next week you'll be right back. With a chance to leave your linkage on the track. I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Kong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. He, uh, that's a good song. Uh, I, you know, I can't support it because he's talking about Denny, but. <laughs> what I a, mean, that's just. A, uh, Bubba said, Bubba, I said, he asked me what happened. I told him and uh, he just said that. Obviously, I don't know if anybody watched the race, but Denny leaving Pet Road um, downshifted instead of upshifted and, and essentially broke the transaxle. Um, just go to Walmart, get a new one. Just get, yeah, just get a new one from Target. Yeah. It could um, be a drinking game so far in 2022. Broke the transaxle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bubba's like, man, I've been concerned about doing that myself. You know, just, just like feel like it's possibly I could do it. So hopefully we don't ever do that. But yeah, unfortunate for the boss, man. Ruined a good day for him. Well, that is it for Reaction Theater. To leave an audio message 24-7, you can go to anchor.fm backslash door bumper clear and click the message icon. We'll play the best ones each week on the show. Offer pad question of the week. So time for offer pad question of the week. If you had an unlimited budget to change something about your home, what would you change right now? I'd add a garage. (laughs) You don't have a garage? Dude, I don't know what it is with rentals around this place. Finding you either have a fenced backyard or a garage. And you can't have both. And I need, we've got Janet. So we have a fenced backyard, no garage. And it is a pain in the butt because Dylan wants to buy a micro. And I'm like, honey, where are you going to put that? 
<laughs> so he's bartering right it's now where the, the micro is going to go. In the living room. Sorry. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> pull Christopher Bell and put yeah, a micro in say, the did, living room. Did somebody put one in the living room one time. Yeah. yeah Bell. Bell put his chili, winning chili bowl midget in the living room. Um, Not sure I would do that. I don't know. I like my house. It's Me pretty either. new, so I don't really need to change much. Um, I probably just put in a, a cooler, like, backyard kind of patio deal set up. I got a tiny one right now. Your neighbor's is pretty cool. Yeah. They got some stuff. Like, the worst part was so that all the houses to my right, like, if you look at the back of my house, all the ones to the right, um, the, the, there were, like, the last four lots. It was mine and then those three next lots. So um, I bought mine, and then, like, two weeks later, we started building – and they sold the next three lots. And one of the perks to buying the last three lots is like, oh, you're going to give you these outdoor uh, fireplaces. Uh, and course. I'm like, you sons of <laughs> Like if I would have just waited two more weeks, I would have got an outdoor fireplace and everything. But yeah, it's all right. I, I would, I don't ever use it anyway. I always, I just go back there cooking anyway. So it doesn't matter, but I need that. Or Megan wants a fence. So I need to get a fence for Mo, but we'll, right, we'll why? Well, so you can just put the dog out. Just let him go. Yeah. Just let him run. Cause like right now, all of our backyards are wide open. Like he could, if he gets out my backyard, he could run twelve houses down without without running into a fence. And how yours sits too on that like property, how it's like up on top, and then it just at the end of your like property just, line, just, just deep dives. Like it's Mount like a Everest. straight down <laughs> weed pit. I have a um, Janet tried to explore that last time we were over <laughs> yeah, there, and like, I was oh like, God. oh no. I have an invisible fence you can have. Yeah, I, that doesn't. I think. I think Mo's invincible think, at this time. Yeah. I'm not going to buy an invisible fence for you, Jay. <laughs> it is. Uh, I feel like you're, you're you're selling me some bullshit right here. <laughs> don't ever get an invisible fence. No, because I got one and it's actually a really awesome one, but we never use it. Yeah. Like it's got collars for the dogs that it it links to your phone. It'll tell you when the when the dog. We don't ever put them things outside. It, we like, anyway. I would probably add. A bigger garage or a pool in the backyard. Yeah, I was just saying, honestly, I would, I would add a pool. But what I'm thinking yeah. now is I think I'm going to add a pool to Brett's house. I was say, your pool, a pool would take up your yeah, entire, entire backyard. Like, after my patio, that would not move a lot of room. So we're going to do a pool at Brett's. If you put a I pool will, up, you I will put contribute to yeah. Brett's pool. Yeah, let's, Brett, so Claudia, Brett's wife, has been wanting a pool. So mm. I just keep adding mm. that on as much as I can because then I have a pool essentially. If just they start, like paved that part where the fire pit is too and did like a whole like oh, yeah. pool fire he's pit He's got plenty thing. of room. We, yeah. we can definitely put it uh You should just start calling While he's gone places. this week, we should just we do should, it. We should, go, we should go out there and we should put stakes in the yard, right? And like map it out <laughs> in the pool shape and just get, jack with him and be like contractors so start around. People. His birthday's start, coming up. I'll get him a good birthday. Start having people go over to his house like pool <laughs> companies like one a couple a week and knocking on his door and be like, why? Why do these people coming here? We'll all go over there and I'll just set up like uh, beach chairs in his backyard. Yeah. We'll, we'll lay out in the backyard. You know what no we pool. need to do? Like, hey, we could be doing this all the we time. We could just find a pool company and we'll just sign up. We'll see if they'll give us a deal for three pools. Yeah. You yeah. get one, three I'll get a pool. Brett will get a pool. I don't even, I've told you before, I don't even need a big one. I need one that fits me. Like I don't. Like, they sell those at like Walmart. Three by th- no, I, I want a, like a nice in ground pool, but I just want it to be like. They also sell those at Walmart. Four by four. You know, <laughs> no, like. Because that, that, no, because, I don't want anybody else in there. I don't need anybody was, else in yeah, there with me. I mean. You need a pool because first of all, <laughs> never mind. <Stop>. Some, <laughs> oh, you need one no. with them sun decks with like three inches of water so you can lay out and not drown. You <laughs> tan your just body. soak a little bit. Yeah, uh, but you need a fence because if you decide to go out there and you don't want any tan lines, you don't want, as Brett would say, you don't want to, you don't want you, to burn you, your do funny. Yeah, you don't want to burn. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That would uh, suck. That it? would be real bad. 
Anyone ever done that? Oh, I hope not. I've never really tanned that <laughs> aspect before. Maybe we should move on. The John, I tell you what, the worst sunburn <laughs> ever. I was going to say, how is John all John, of a sudden getting great? John, so he, John used to live in Georgia, and he'd go to the beach like on a daily basis because he managed a bar, so like he only worked at night. And uh, he called me one day, and he fell asleep on his stomach and sunburned like uh. to the third degree, the bottom of his feet. Oh, that and I'm like, so bad. I'm like, how the f- are you getting around? What are you, are you in a wheelchair? Like, what are you doing? He was miserable for weeks. And then to go and like manage a bar. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then he had to go to work. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's got to be fun. Yikes. Well, you guys can go get a cash offer on your home today with our presenting sponsor of OfferPad.com. Hey, I wonder how that guy enjoyed the race. The guy, remember the guy in the, in the suite yesterday that was there? It was first NASCAR. Oh, race. his first race. Yeah. Yeah. There Man, was, what an experience. He was a big son of too. He was. He had a Keselowski shirt on. I was like, I guess he I did. can't wreck TJ this week. <laughs> I told Freddie, I said, this guy is going to the roof with me. Start some <laughs> now, Freddie. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, so this week's what an idiot. Uh, we need to know who went. Well, we've already kind of apparently preluded some of them because both of you guys have had idiots. Um, but Freddie, uh, who is your nominee for idiot of the week? So I, I had three coming into the week. I thought Ryan Sieg was a pretty obvious option just for the lack of execution on that that wreck. I was going to. Well, I did already talk about Dale because he made comments last week that he put a post up that made no sense whatsoever. So I was going to say he was an idiot, but Saturday night, my good friend, Brett Griffin, took the cake for my one idiot by bailing on Jason and Alex to go to the Katy Perry concert. Dude, yeah, what? And then he's tweeting about it, like trying to sell us on the fact that he's, it's cool. We're like, bruh. At the, she likes socks too. Saki. I'm like, but <laughs> he you know, looks at me in the middle of the race, like the middle of the Xfinity race. He's like uh, very excited. He looks down. He goes, yo, I got tickets. You want to go to the Katy Perry show tonight? And I was like, nah, I was not kept, really like, talking about it. Like he kept bringing it up and up and up. It's like, hey, we'd be talking about something. Hey, Katy Perry is like. Katy Perry this, Katy Perry that. Like, the whole way down, the whole, like, after he can finally got the tickets, he got the tickets probably in the middle of the Xfinity race. The guy, like, texted him that confirmed he got tickets. So what do you think I heard for the rest of the Xfinity race when he was staying there? Dude, he's week? a fixation guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, when he oh. gets something in his brain, it is, like, I heard tunnel I, vision. I heard I kissed a girl and I liked it 7,000 times <laughs> for the last 100 laps of the Xfinity race. Just singing it, saying it, clapping, dancing, clogging, whatever he was doing over there. I kissed a girl and I liked it 1,200 times. So my wooden idiot this week, Brett Griffin. We got a lot of them. I mean, there, there <laughs> Just, was you some, go down the line. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, I mean, we've, we've had anywhere from Mike Davis to Dell Jr. again. Dell Jr. <laughs> sitting, in, sitting on the beach, not even listening to the content and making a comment. That could... Very well get you in an idiot award. Um, but I got to go with Ryan Sieg. I, I mean, how, you, you, that was your chance. Yeah, that was one it. is learn how to wreck. Yeah, like that well, was the chance, just, man. Like, I think it might not have been my pick had Ty not won the race. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah you, you have to um, 
gotta i mean i don't even know what he was trying to do like i know he i don't know if he was just trying to like hold him up and show that he was mad or if he was trying to wreck but like he got him all the way up there all he had to do was keep going meaning to get to guy though yeah like all you had to do was keep going to the right and just put him in the wall like Oh, you, yeah. you don't got to hurt him. You don't got to wreck him. If you just rub the right side of his card against the wall, he's not winning that yeah, race. Flatten his right, flatten his right flatten side. Right side not he, defender he just in. has a bad day. Yeah, he's going to. He might still go on, but he's not going to win the race. Yeah. And and he spun like stay off him. It looked like, you know, like he wrecked his own stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. more. Like, and luckily and, and very lucky that he didn't get himself hitting the driver's door because yeah. like luckily Creed and. And Moffat just missed him. They like they yeah, swerved so to the right to miss the driver's door. So yeah. it just that was that was he was very high on my list as well. Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. DBC picks. Who won, Jason? Winner, winner. About the only thing you You're won lucky. in Vegas. I was going to whoop your ass with Eric Jones until he decided to knock the front fence down with three yep. to go. So Jason's pick was Chase. So now Jason, Brett, and TJ are tied for the lead with one win each. Uh, time for Phoenix picks. TJ, you're up first. Are these other two? Are Casey and Brett just texting you their picks? Yeah, I've got their picks ready to go. Who goes first? Oh, one, let's see here. Where TJ, way to go. I'm, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Keeping it alive. <laughs> I mean, I screwed Bowman and Fontana. Well, he kind of screwed himself. He ran into the back of the guy. But, uh... Man, Phoenix. Who is good at Phoenix? I'm going to go with. I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm trying to talk myself out of it. Go with uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Good pick. Yeah. TJ jinxed Blaney last week. Oh, yeah. Or yesterday. I I did it so I used my own car to do it. It's that, awesome. That's that's. I don't think that should be allowed. Maybe that's why they told us we're not allowed to gamble I anymore get, in NASCAR. Because I should get that pick back because <laughs> I, you're the one that did it. I'm the one that did it, so I should get that one back. I'll take Daniel Suarez. Brett is going to choose Denny Hamlin. Who is his second choice? BJ McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> and then TJ, who'd you pick again? TJ picked your boy. Okay, so then Casey is going to pick Truex. Truex. And then Jason is going to pick Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon. Good work. There we have it. Good work. Perfect. Well, thank you to our great presenting sponsor of OfferPad. And thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can tweet us and tell us. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcast and tell your friends. All your friends. Wow, this was efficient, dude. When Brett's not here, we get done. Well, it's easy because TJ doesn't say anything half the time. So that's true. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) 
another shout out to all the people that came yesterday. It was awesome. The first, yeah. the, the first class of of uh, inaugural class, if you want to call it, of the DBC. That's trial run. I'm sorry, Dirty well. Mo experience. Yeah, we, let's be honest, it was a DBC experience, but we can keep calling yeah. it Dirty Mo experience. Mike said there's another one on the horizon. Yeah, I, he, Mike he, said a lot of <laughs> this week. I'm sure. Well, he said it the other day on the download too. You, that no, you have no idea. Mike said a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, Mike was giving away the breaking news a week early. I know, in the it's street. almost it's like, almost like you said. A I would we gotta cut that out. Say that. <laughs> Just say it. You can say we have a big announcement next we, week. We have it's next week, right? Uh, we're, we should have a really cool guest next week and a huge announcement, a big announcement, real yeah. big. Um, so like, big. and like if we, if we do another one of these DBC experience, I'm sorry, dirty Mo experiences, <laughs> um, you might want to come because you get the news a week or two early. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just keep tweeting Mike about it, that you want to do it. And, yeah. uh, so hopefully there might be one coming soon. A place you might be do able a to track see. near you might be a hopefully it's going to be near east, us east coast track or east more east coast than where we were I guess and uh, it's definitely it'll a, be a good place to stay clean at so it's an eastern time zone track yes eastern time zone track that's like half of them but thank you anyway <laughs> thanks everybody uh, thanks for listening and uh, we will be back and probably more awake next week I hope well, we got one more west coast race I know I'll be awake next Jason week. will be awake so we can it feels like we've been on the west coast for like a month yeah. man. Hopefully, hopefully there has been about a month. this show, Jason does a good job of making these shows sound way better than I think I sound when I'm dead asleep like this. <laughs> so. Yeah, this has been a rough one. <laughs> but appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We'll, Thank you guys uh, for listening. And, uh, we can't wait to entertain you next week. Yeah, just like that, TJ. Just <laughs> like yeah, that. Lead <laughs> here, Jason. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Jason, we're out of here. you. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.